0: The scripture says they overcame them by the blood of the land and the word of their testimony. So we thank you for the testimonies that we're going to hear this morning, the word that we are going to hear, and we ask, Lord, for your blessing on this team. Amen. Amen. And Nathaniel, I think you're
1: going to uh, introduce your team. That'll be great. Thank you, Pastor. And I, I just want to say uh, how, how excited we are to be here with you guys today. It's a real honor to, to be a part of your church service this morning. And so team, if you guys want to come forward, each one of us is just going to share our name and where we've come from and maybe the year that we're in at the school of ministry that we're a part of. Awesome. Yeah. Before, before I begin, I just wanted to share just something the Lord was speaking to me about this morning. You know, it, it's in regards to the seed. You know, the, the neat thing about a seed is I can take it from America and I can bring it over to... Uh, South Africa and give it to you and you can plant it in the ground and it can bear fruit and that thing can can happen and become uh, A plant or a tree and it's the same thing of with what we're doing this morning We're literally just passing out seeds some of you are already walking in some of these things and uh, we, we bless that and some of you aren't some of you are wanting to grow in the supernatural you're wanting to see the manifest uh, gifts and signs and wonders And so as we're speaking today, we want you to know that this is for you. Every one of us have have come to this place uh, of wanting to just pursue God in a greater way and see Him working in a greater way in our life. And we begin to just hear the seeds from other people, taking them for ourselves. And we would water those things with faith. And so I just want to encourage you this morning as we're doing testimonies and, and words of knowledge that uh, yeah, it's, it's for you to grab a hold of and take for yourself. So uh, as the pastor said, my name is Nathaniel, and I live in Reading, but I moved from Georgia to Reading. I have uh, four kids, and uh, I'm married,'ve been married, it'll be 21 years uh, in June. And yeah, hallelujah, it's, it's a good thing. And, uh, and I am in the third year of the school of ministry.
2: I'm Sabrina, I'm from Switzerland, and I'm also in third year of PSSM and I'm doing an internship with a filmmaker.
3: Hi, I'm Rebecca and I'm from England, Buckinghamshire. And I'm also in the third year of the School of Supernatural Ministry.
4: I'm Kelly Joy, also from England, and I am in second year.
5: I'm Robin from Canada and I'm also in second year. Yeah, I was born here. (laughs) My name is Joan Griffin, and I'm in first year, and I just want to share
6: with everyone that I'm 61 and learning to walk in the spirit now, too, also. So. Hi, I'm Chantel, and I'm from Canada. I'm in first year.
7: Good morning. I'm Nico from Germany. I'm in first year. I'm 20 years old.
8: <laughs> Hello, I'm Candice. I'm from Pennsylvania, and I'm in first
9: year. Hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm from Nebraska, and I'm in second year.
1: So yeah, this is an amazing team, guys. Could you give it up for this team? So many of them have, uh, they're just, I know, uh, a few of them I've actually been on different ministry trips with and I've seen them operate in the giftings and it's, it's just going to be really fun to see what God does through them today. So I'm excited. Guys, you can sit down. Yeah. And today we have the privilege of hearing from Rebecca. So are you ready? All right.
3: So, as we just introduced ourselves, you know that my name is Rebecca, and I'm from England. Um, A fun fact about me, although I am British, I do not like to drink tea. So, (laughs) sorry about that, to not live up to the stereotype. So, today, the title of what I'm going to be talking to you about is, There is More. And as someone who's grown up in the church my entire life, I have known about Jesus, I've known about Um, lots of the things that he did in the Bible, and I've heard things, particularly amazing testimonies from Africa, and now here I am. Um, But I never knew that it was accessible for me until recent years. So I'm going to be sharing parts of my testimony today, and as I do, I just really would encourage you to be firstly looking for what does it show about God and his character and his nature, because every testimony we have leads us or has the invitation to lead us to an encounter with his heart. It's not just the work of his hands, but his hands lead us to his heart. So I just encourage you to, even if I'm not explicitly saying that, be asking God to just show that to you. So I'm just going to come and arrange my notes, so just a moment. Okay, so as I mentioned, I have been a Christian, or within a Christian environment all of my life. Um, At the age of three, apparently, I gave my life to Jesus. Um, I don't remember that specific moment, but I'm told that it happened, and I definitely have always, from my memory, I've always loved Jesus. Um, at around the age of 10, I recommitted my life that I knew that I had been the one doing that and not just um, living in the assumption that because I'd been growing up in church that that made me saved. Um, in my teenage years, so in my younger years, I went to Anglican churches and Baptist churches. And in my teenage years, I went to more of like an interdenominational um, church. And it was there that I first was introduced to um, seeing the Holy Spirit at work and say so this looked like having um, well-respected leaders and people in the church come and give words that they felt God was saying. Um, and then other occasions, I would go to youth services and I would see people's bodies responding to the Holy Spirit, and it was something that I'd never seen before. So that could look like somebody falling over, or somebody randomly laughing, or screaming, or crying. And to be perfectly honest with you, that totally freaked me out. <laughs> I was like, please don't do that to me. That looks really scary. And, um, and so I lived actually in a lot of fear of God, because even though I knew the concepts of who he was, and I, I knew him, there was a lot of Um, I guess, misunderstanding about what was happening there. And so it was only later that I went to another church and they started to explain, like, oh, if somebody falls over, that's like when, in Revelation, John talks about how he fell as though he was dead. And that's probably because the glory of the Lord is so intense that our physical human bodies can't necessarily take that. Um, Or maybe somebody's crying because God's actually healing a lot of pain and that has to be released first. And so they just kind of normalized it. And so I just want to say that for you, if there's anything that you have questions about, like, take those questions to Jesus and know that he's good and that he's got his best in mind for you. And whatever happens or doesn't happen, so far, that stuff hasn't really happened to me. But, yeah, I have, I experienced the peace of God in an amazingly tangible way. And so whatever he has for you, just know that it's going to be a good gift. Um... When I um, graduated from university, I became a primary school teacher. Um, And so I did that for a little over six years. And uh, I worked very hard, and I was also a good Christian girl. And so even though I knew about the gift of grace, that being that I didn't have to strive to do stuff, I didn't have to perform to be loved, my reality was very much living from a place of, Oh, I need to live up to this expectation, and I need to please this person because I don't want to hurt their feelings, and that kind of thing. And so I ended up actually getting physical burnout in the form of something called chronic fatigue syndrome, which there's a whole spectrum of how bad that can be. I was relatively bad on that spectrum, and so for 10 months, I was almost housebound. Um, Any kind of physical or mental activity, which could include a conversation or watching television, would exhaust me to the point that I would feel really lightheaded. And, um, like, if you've ever had flu or a stomach bug, you try to make it to the bathroom, you get back into your bed, and you just feel completely exhausted. It was like that. And so during that time, um, it was very hard. Like, I came to this place where I was, like, challenged by a friend, where she said, now that you can't do teaching, who are you? And so I could have rattled off, well, I'm a Christian, so I know that I'm a daughter of God, and I'm the daughter of my parents, and I'm a sister, and I'm a housemate, and all these things, but actually I didn't fully understand and grasp who I was, what it really meant to have my identity in Christ, until a bit further down the line, when God started to show me that that, it definitely means the things that it says in the Bible, of like, you're a holy nation, you're a royal priesthood, that means I am royalty, I am a child of God. But he also has personal things to say to me. And actually, a lot of my identity had been um, clouded by lies I believed about who I was. So, for example, particularly during that time, I believed I could be an inconvenience or a burden to people. And so, when I confessed that to Jesus, I realized, well, I don't think a good God is going to say that about who I am. He Then I asked him to take that from me. And then he just showed me this picture of him holding my hands like a little child and just spinning me around. And he was like, no, you are a joy and a delight. And Jesus often loves to do word plays with me. And so the word delight is kind of like the emphasis being on light. And so as he spun me around, he was showing me that I'm actually, I'm light. I'm not a burden to people and I bring joy. And so for you, there's also going to be, and even for me still, There are identity things that we just assume it's who we are because of how we've behaved or how people have perceived us. So another one for me was being shy. And then God showed me, no, actually, you're somebody who is confident and you shine brightly. You're made to be seen. And so what I'd like to do just now, actually, is take a moment. If it helps you to close your eyes so you can focus, feel free to do that. And so I want you to think about an aspect of who you are that feels like it holds you back. So it might be shy or it could be lonely or maybe even the other extreme like you maybe feel like you're too much sometimes. And anything that has to you a negative connotation. And I want you to come to God and imagine giving that to him. And in your heart just be saying, Father... I'm sorry for holding this identity. It's not who you say I am. Please forgive me. What do you have in exchange? What's my true identity? And then thank him for that. And if nothing came into your mind at this point, then don't worry. He can speak at any point. English is not necessarily his first language. In fact, probably not even words. God speaks in all kinds of ways, and this has been another part of my journey. Just um, recognizing that I'd actually been hearing God and, rec- and knowing his presence a lot of my life, but I just didn't have almost the manual to translate that. And so uh, there can be different ways that God speaks, just the a brief, you could do a whole sermon on this, which is not where we're meant to be going today, but um, it might be like a flash of something that comes in your imagination. I know that often when I pray, I'd end up praying things that I wasn't anticipating praying, or I'd be um, almost like imagining things happening as I'm praying, and then I realize later, oh, that's actually a way that God speaks to me, and so it's not necessarily like this really vivid, clear thing. It can just be like a flash of something that, that catches your attention, or. Uh, It might be something in a room that stands out to you and that you can then, like, he'll give you a greater meaning. So, for example, taking a chair and being like, Jesus, why does that chair really stand out to me? And maybe it's because he's inviting you to rest and be still. Or maybe it's because he wants to show you that he's the one supporting you. Could be any number of ways that he speaks to you through that. So, um, yeah, please feel free to speak to me and the team afterwards about how God might be speaking to you, if that's something that you really want to grow in and that you don't necessarily recognize yet. So speaking of identity, a lot of us probably struggle with who we are because we look at what we do to determine who we are. And so this actually comes back to the thing of DNA. So we're lucky that in these times... We understand a bit about DNA being our genetic makeup. It's like inherently inside who we are. And so, uh, an unsaved person who is not yet born again, although they might do a righteous act, they might do something that's good, it doesn't make them righteous. But, on the other hand, a saved person who does something that is a sin is still righteous because of the blood of Jesus. And so, Because of who Jesus is, and because we are his children, when we've invited him into our hearts and believe in him, we actually have his DNA. We've been grafted into who he is. And in 1 Corinthians 6, it talks about how we've actually been made one spirit with him. And so because of that, supernatural is not something that we do. Supernatural is who you already are. It's in your DNA. So I'll say that again supernatural is not something that you do. It's something that you already are as a child of God. So as we abide in that place of relationship with him, focusing on his presence, that's when fruit starts to happen. Like the John 15, abiding in the vine, and then you bear much fruit. You don't go after the fruit, you go after the abiding in his presence. So the way that we think about ourselves, the way we think about our relationship with God and him being in us and wanting to move through us is vitally important to our behavior. So every behavior and emotion that we have is actually rooted in a belief. And a belief is rooted in thoughts that happen over time. So if we were to take a look at toddlers or babies, um, we have a couple of... Um, in Reading, called Wendy and Steve Backlund, and they use this example, which I think is brilliant, so I'm going to use it. Um, They talk about how toddlers, how do they not get depressed? Because all they do, they try to take a step, they fall down. They get up, they might take two, they fall down again. Or babies that are totally helpless, they need their parents to be able to feed them, to be able to change them, to be able to understand any of their needs. And so... The reason that babies, toddlers, do not get depressed is because they look at their parents. They don't look at their fellow peers to see what they're able to do or what they appear to be accomplishing. They go, oh, look, my daddy, he can walk. My daddy, he can talk. And so they don't think, I don't have the gift of talking. I don't have the gift of walking, and I never will. They look to their parents, and that's such a beautiful picture of us being childlike and us being rooted in an identity in Jesus and in the Father and in the Holy Spirit, to look to him, that what he can do, that means it's all in my DNA potential spiritually for me to be able to do. But God loves process, and that's why he started with us as children, or as babies, children, teenagers, adults, middle age, older age, because he delights in that journey with us. And so... Yeah, I just really want to encourage you that wherever you feel like you are in that journey, it's actually, it's still within you and it's going to be unlocked. That you have the potential to do everything that Jesus did. Because that's what he promised. He said, you're going to do all of this and more. In 2 Peter one four, we read... by which have have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. So we are, especially when we attach our faith to that, that that unlocks our ability to be partakers of the divine nature of Christ. And so when we come to um, bring the world Jesus, we often think we have to act like Jesus to do that. But the trouble with that is it's acting. It's not real. What we actually need to do is believe like Jesus. Because like I said earlier, our beliefs impact and influence our behaviors. And so when we believe like Jesus, then with the abiding thing, we're going to start flowing We will look like him because we believe like him. So what did Jesus believe? He believed that he was the son of God. He believed that he was sent to this earth to redeem it, not to condemn it. He believed that God was good. He believed that he was here to destroy the works of the devil, which are sent to steal, to kill and to destroy. He believed that he was here as the savior to bring resurrection life. He knew who he was. He knew who his daddy was, and he moved in that. So we can follow that exact same principle. So going back to me being sick, I had 10 months off work. At my very worst, I could only walk 25 meters in a day. Um, and then the rest of the time, if I needed to go out, I would be in a wheelchair. Um, <clears throat> and I came to this place where I recognized that my soul was even more exhausted than my body was even if I did get healed physically, I would still feel so drained from trying to live up to basically this law-based life. And so I went for a lot of um, inner healing with a ministry called Restoring the Foundations. And Jesus totally met me in that place. And he brought back life to my spirit. And so for a long time, I'd actually been known as Becca. And during that time, I really felt like, He had restored and renewed and revitalized and resurrected who he'd originally created me to be. And so I ended up changing my name back to Rebecca because he put the Re back in me. All those words begin with Ari. And so I just want to impart that to you today, that on whatever level we are, there is more. Like I said at the start, there is more rejoicing. There is more restoring. There is more resurrection life for him to impart to you. And keep going after it, no matter how long or how short you have been. Know that he wants to put the re-back into you, even if your name is not Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. And so, towards the end of my inner healing um, encounter with Jesus, I, uh, he basically took me on this encounter with him, which basically just means like an experience with him where he... Um, was showing me different things, and it's a very long story, but basically, he asked me if I wanted to be healed, and then I said yes, and I got instantly healed from this thing that I'd had for 10 months, and I had had people praying for me, some on a daily basis to be healed, and so in the natural, we could have looked at that and been like, maybe God doesn't want to heal, maybe he's never going to, but actually, God was so busy on my behalf behind the scenes, I had no idea. And I look back now and I I can see glimpses of that and I'm sure I don't even see the tip of the iceberg for everything that he was doing. But um, yeah, we can't just look with our natural eyes at what we see happening or what we don't see happening. And so a really important principle for us in walking the supernatural is to know that God is busy on our behalf. And so I just want you to take a moment and just thank him. Like whatever circumstance you are in, He is busy working on your behalf. He's there orchestrating the details. He's bringing divine connections. He's bringing healing to things you probably didn't even know needed to be healed. So yeah, just 20 seconds. Think about where you are now in life and thank him in faith that he is busy on your behalf. Okay. So... I was instantly healed of chronic fatigue, so immediately I could do double compared to what I'd been able to do. I no longer had to take a five-minute rest every single hour of the day. I could wait three hours before I had to have a rest. And what God showed me was that it was almost like a building with scaffolding, that the scaffolding, the aspects that had been immediately taken down, and there were other bits that would take time. And so there was an immediate element to my healing, and then there was a walking it out. And that actually was really good for me, Because in his wisdom, he knew that if everything had been healed instantly, I'd have been so excited, I'd have gone back to my life of jam-packing my schedule again, pleasing this person, trying to fix that problem. And so actually I had time to start walking out a lot of what I had learned about spending time with Jesus and abiding in him and walking at a rhythm with his spirit, not just my own agenda. And so it was actually nine months after that before I had complete... (coughs) Oh, sorry, everyone. (laughs) Until I had complete stamina. Could I please get some water? I have a bottle in my bag. So when we're walking in the supernatural, thankfulness is a great key, as I just got you to spend a moment doing. And an element of that... (coughs) It's also the art of celebration of even the small things. In 1 Kings 18, we read about Elijah having been living in a period where the land had been in immense drought. And he prays for rain. And I'm just going to read to you from verse 41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go get something to eat and drink, for I hear a mighty rainstorm coming. Take Note, he hasn't seen anything, he just heard it. So Ahab went to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel and bowed low to the ground and prayed with his face between his knees. Then he said to his servant, Go and look out toward the sea. The servant went and looked then returned to Elijah and said, I didn't see anything. And so what he was doing was going out to the sea because that's where the clouds start forming for rain to come. And so Elijah had heard a storm coming, probably more with his spiritual ears than his natural, but maybe his natural. And so he'd sent the servant out in faith to go and look what he knew God was going to bring, but he didn't yet see. Seven times Elijah told him to go and look.
1: Hey, let's just take a minute just to receive right now. Yeah, so Rebecca can get this tick. We just, yeah. Thank you, God. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing right now. God, we just praise you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for this amazing word. Thank you for your word, God. Hmm. Yes, Jesus. Lord, we just love you, God. Hmm. Yes, God. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, God. Then he said to his servant, Go and look out toward the sea. And the servant went and looked, and then returned to Elijah and said, I didn't see anything. And seven times Elijah told him to go and look. And finally, the seventh time, his servant told him, I saw a little cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea.
3: Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, Elijah then tells the servant to go and tell the king to get into his chariot and to run ahead because the rain is coming, even though there's a cloud the size of a man's hand, which is obviously bigger than mine, but that's still pretty tiny. And so from that, we can learn the principle that even if we just see something little that God is doing, if we act on that and we celebrate it and we thank Him, actually, then what happens is the cloud grows and grows and grows, and suddenly. The land is being covered in torrential rain. And that's a really important principle in the kingdom. Not to look at our circumstances and what we think God is not doing. Looking at, oh, he hasn't changed this yet. Or this situation hasn't happened. Or this money hasn't come in yet. Or this person hasn't been healed yet. But he is busy on your behalf behind the scenes. And his plan is so much bigger than the thing that you're praying for. I was praying to be healed physically. But he he did that for me. But he did so much more, and I got life back in my spirit. And so <clears throat> we need to celebrate the little things, and to the, know that in the little things, he has a far bigger agenda. And so when you do that, that's how you start to steward the kingdom of God. Thankfulness and celebration. So we're going to be sharing some testimonies about um, what's been happening in South Africa over even just the last couple of days. I'm going to be sharing some testimonies of how we've started moving in the supernatural when we didn't know that that was for us, but it is everybody gets to play as a child of God. And as we do, I want you to start putting into practice some of these principles I've been talking about, to recognize the nature and character of God as we share, to be thankful for what he's doing and to celebrate that and to know that if if he's done it through someone else, why wouldn't he do it through you? Like, it's totally open for you. And we're all on the same team. We're all building towards the kingdom of heaven coming to earth. And so even if it doesn't happen through your hands, celebrate that God's kingdom is being established on the earth. So, team, I'd like to invite you to come on up.
1: Awesome. That was so good. Could you guys just give a hand to Rebecca? That was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. I just, I just love the revelation of what... Come on, go ahead and come on up, guys. Uh, yeah, we're just going to move into some words of knowledge and the prophetic. Um, but the revelation that Rebecca was just giving out about celebrating the small things is so vital. I've seen probably more miracles or healings happen uh, just by asking somebody. Is there any any shift in what we're praying for right now? And when they say yes, just saying, God, thank you for what you're doing right now in this moment. Um, but before we move into the prophetic. I've asked uh, for Kelly, Joy, and Sabrina uh, just to release a word over the church corporately. just want to bless you guys with a word. So
4: um, so just during worship, I was so aware of the presence of God in this place and so aware just of the presence of angels. Um, and as someone who has never been to this, to this church before, you just know that God is here. That his presence is so tangible in this place, whether you feel it or are aware of it or not. I just wanted to come as someone who has not been here. But for you to know that what you are building in this place is powerful. And his presence is is here. And um, I saw water, um, just on the floor. And I just felt like, um, in this season, the Lord is doing something new and I felt that the water level begin to rise and rise and rise and rise. And it was so funny that we were singing about rain and even uh, Rebecca was talking about, um, you know, the rain. And I just feel like in this season, he's doing something new where the rain of his presence is going to become tangible in a way to you that you've been praying for the way that you've been, um, hungering for. And I just feel like, um, you're going to be, begin to experience, not just um, in a head way, but actually in a heart way, just um, an experience with his presence um, that is going to refresh and revise us. And it was funny that Rebecca used some of those words as well. But I do feel like this is a season where the dry places are, are, are no longer going to be dry. But this is a season where I feel like life is being poured into you as a community and as a body, but also individually, that where there are dry places in you, I feel like he's coming with life. And with rivers of living water and he is gonna deeply refresh you in this season. So I just feel like um to 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 be expectant for a shifting um, in your life for the things that you need. Um, even his healing touch or just, um, his living water to come and refresh. I feel like he is doing it and there's nothing you have to to do to make it happen. But just as you worship together as a community, I feel like the water levels of his presence are rising and he's just, he's doing something new. So I just release that over you and, and it is an honor to be able to be here and partner with you in that.
1: Yeah. I just want to add to that too. When I asked the Lord, "Give me one word, God, to describe this house," and He said, "Power." This is a house of power, and you have Rita Springer leading worship. <laughs> yeah. So, Father, we just we bless the power that is in this house, God. The power that is in this worship that comes from this house. This is a place where the manifest glory and presence of God is just trumpeted and it's powerful and people encounter you, God, in this house. Thank you, Father.
2: I had the word faithful and you guys, you're so faithful. And I wanna thank you for pressing in to not give up, going deep in the word and like just focus on God. So I had a picture of a butterfly and the, you, as a church, you are the butterfly. And every single person in this room, you bring a beautiful color to this butterfly. And so, as, as I saw this butterfly, you went to places and you brought this beauty and this, like, the faithfulness with you to places. So, I want to bless you when you go out that um, the beauty will attract people to you. And you can share the gospel with them and you can share your testimony with them because it's so powerful. And I want to acknowledge like um, how you go deep in the word and how you worship the Lord. I feel like this church, the foundation is like prayer, seeking the Lord, focus on what he is doing, worshiping. And that's so powerful. So I bless you. And I have... um, scripture for you and psalm 20 verse 4 and 5 may he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed may we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. so the victory belongs to you and um, like testimony means do it again. So when we share testimonies, we actually say do it again, God, and it's a breakthrough for
8: everyone. Um, Yeah, so I just had a word of knowledge um, for a couple of things. The first one was I saw a picture of the anatomy of a body And I feel like there could be someone here or several people here that there needs to be, like, a complete alignment in your body. If there's something that is off alignment, maybe with, like, your spine or, like, the core of your body. Yeah, and if that's you, could you raise your hand? Okay. Yeah, if you guys could stand up, if you can stand.
1: Yeah, so we we want uh, to activate you guys, and so as as we go after words of knowledge for, for healing, uh, if you're surrounding or where these folks are standing up at, we just want you to lay hands on them with us, and uh, Candice is just going to release some prayer over them, and yep. Yeah
8: shite kurra shite Yeah we just release heaven right now. We just release perfect alignment into your bodies. We just declare the alignment of heaven right now in Jesus' name into every single body, spines be straightened in the name of Jesus. Just complete alignment in the anatomy. Yeah, I just speak to bones to come into place just the muscle system to come into place with the bones Yeah, I just say that by his stripes you are healed and we just release the presence of heaven We release the blood of jesus over your bodies Yeah, thank you jesus. Thank you, jesus Thank you, jesus
1: Yeah, now we want before you guys sit down what we'd like to to find out is as as uh, prayers were being released, uh, did you guys feel any type of improvement? This is one of the practices you, you did. If you if you felt improvement in your body, could you raise your hand? Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. So we're gonna celebrate what God's doing. <clears throat> could you share me? Wh- what is your name, ma'am? Raj? Blanche, Blanche. Blanche. Okay, okay. In in. As we were praying, what, just, what was taking place in your body?
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. She felt bones clicking back into place. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so as you guys are going after healing for people, the, a key question to ask them is, what's happening? So before we have you guys sit down, if you didn't encounter what Blanche was encountering, we want to pray for you again. And we just want to just do it again, God. And so that's why she released that ministry. So go ahead and stand back up and let's pray again and see what what God does the second time. Yeah, thank you, Father. Father, we just thank you, God. Go ahead and just lay hands on a couple of you on these two. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing in this room, God. The spines are literally clicking into place right now, God. Holy Spirit, Yeah, we just release the testimony that Blanche had over the rest of these bodies in the room right now. God, come. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. More, God. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, we just come against different weights that are resting on their shoulders right now. Yes, we just command weight and heaviness to go right now. Thank you, Father. We declare a shifting in their bones right now, God. A shifting in their bones. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yeah, just, just start moving around, doing maybe something you couldn't do before. Check it out. See if, if anything's taking place. If you feel like God's just done something in you, could you raise your hand? you feel like an improvement awesome that's amazing that's so good you feel an improvement You've, you couldn't do that before so the pain level is, is gone down that's amazing praise god yeah yeah hallelujah yeah let's let's thank him that's so good i
0: just felt the power of god i just felt the uh, heat thank
1: you yes, okay. Wow. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Okay, team, come come on back up here. We're going to keep releasing these words. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Praise you, God.
7: All right. You have a So I heard the name Joanna. Is there somebody in the room that's name is Joanna? Or maybe... Part of the church that not, is not here today?
0: Yeah. yeah?
7: So if you want.
0: Ask
1: her if there's something specific that she's needing right
7: now. Okay. Um, is there something specific she's needing right now? Um, So I heard two words. If you want, you can record it. Um, I heard the word restoration and reconciliation. Um, And I feel like the Lord wants to um, restore parts in our life and bring bring life and and healing where there's maybe brokenness and just come with life in that and restore um, relationships, maybe with friends, to reconcile with friends, good friends, um, and just bring His divine... Power in that and to bring peace into, into relationships. Yeah, that's what I heard.
1: Yeah, now, did, did that resonate what Nico was praying for? You're not sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just want to release that. So, yeah, I feel like God if God brings it up, we just love to just pray into that. Yeah. Yeah, Father, we just thank you for restoring relationships, God. Father, we thank you that Lord, you love family. And you love when family healthy. And you love when family is just loving one another. And so, Father, we release that over this family right now, God. Yeah, that any any area of hurt or, or brokenness in this relationship, would you come with your oil, Lord? And would you begin to touch that, that pain and bring your healing presence, God? God, we love how you love us, God. And so, Lord, we're just asking for a a move of your presence in this situation, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus.
5: Yeah, I was wondering if anyone in here had pain in their left shoulder or their left chest. If there's any kind of pain or soreness that you're experiencing. If, If so, you can raise your hand. Yeah, for sure, just take a, yeah, stand up. We'll do the same thing. And if we could just surround them, lay hands on them. Yeah, Father, we thank you for your presence here today. We just release your presence over these bodies. And I release the shalom, peace of heaven, the spirit that destroys chaos over their bodies and over their shoulders. And I command all pain to go in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your presence that's saturating their bodies right now, Lord. And I just pray for complete healing in Jesus' name. Yeah, just release your peace, Father. Yeah, and just start moving your shoulders and seeing if the pain's leaving and do something that you couldn't do before. And just test it out.
1: Yeah, Father, we just ask that you would just increase. Yes, God. Lord, we're just declaring complete restoration, complete healing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Is there anybody who has problems in their jaw? Keep hearing the word jaw. Can you can you stand up? I'd love to pray for you. Anybody else have a problem with their jaw? Specifically? You? Okay. You guys want to lay hands on Lindsay? (laughs) So, Father, we just ask right now that you would touch the jaws right now and that are hurting. We just declare a release. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. More, God. Thank you, God. It's a full healing in the jaw right now. Just begin moving your jaw around and see if it begins to loosen. More, God. The pain is gone. The pain was gone. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. That is incredible. Thank you, Jesus. Now, one of the, one of the neatest tools we can, we can use to find out what God is doing, uh, you know, many of you, uh, you've possibly been into uh, you know, an emergency room. One of the first questions they ask you is, what's your pain level when you come in? And so <clears throat> before we prayed for you, uh, what would you say the pain level would have been? Okay, so if you could give it a number from 1 to 10. Okay, so But it was pretty intense. Okay, okay. Well, generally people will be able to tell you, like, the pain level was a a 7 or a 10. And so as you begin praying for them, what will happen is God loves to take away pain. He loves to take away pain. I see Him do it all the time. And so you went from pain to nothing, right? Yeah, that's amazing. And we, we see that in healing. And and sometimes what will happen is the pain level may not go directly to zero like it did there. That was amazing. Sometimes you'll see it begin to come down in different levels. And just a, a quick testimony of a guy in Argentina. He was a, a laborer who had severe damage to, I believe it was his right leg. Uh, from He was a stonemason. And so he had damaged his leg and, I asked him if I could pray for him, and he said sure, and I prayed. The first time I prayed, um, he didn't get completely healed. Now he thought in his mind that if it was God, it should have just gone away immediately. And I said, no, I believe God is touching you. You started out with a 10, what did it go down to? And he said, well, it went down to like a 9. I said, God's touching you, and he said, no, he's really not touching me. I said, let me pray again, let me pray again. And so I repeated this process nine times. I prayed for his right leg to get healed. And every time I prayed, it would come down just a little bit and just a little bit. And the whole time he was arguing with me, telling me that he wasn't being healed, but he was being healed and it completely went away after nine times. And so I want to encourage you just when, when you are going after healing, there are times that just continue to press in. Because sometimes God is trying to activate their faith. Sometimes He's trying to activate their faith to partner with what He's doing. Yeah. So who else has a word for healing?
6: Does anybody have um, an infection on one of their arms or maybe a disease of some sort? No? Yeah? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Do you just want to? We'll just come. I mean, yeah, if you guys just want to stand up and some people could lay hands on you. Yeah. Jesus brought that to me because he wants to heal you. So we just thank you, Jesus, for these women that are standing here, God. We just ask that, or we just declare that their bodies will come into alignment with you right now, Jesus, with heaven. We just declare complete healing from the top of her head to the soles of their feet, God. Just come and touch them now. Let your healing power just flow through them. We just say to the disease or the infections on their arm that it would just Shrink, shrivel, and die, it would go away completely, God. We just say complete healing on their arms, God. We say no to disease that is not from heaven. So we just declare their bodies to come into alignment right now, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Does it cause you pain? It, just itchy. Okay. 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 Is did you feel anything when I was praying for you? Did you feel any change in your body? No. No. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, does anybody um, suffer from seizures in here? or like maybe um, bright lights hurt your eyes or you have trouble.
9: Does anyone have pain in their hands or wrists? It could be pain, numbness, arthritis, um, lack of range of motion. Does anyone have that? Could you stand up please? yeah and then if everyone could surround them you do all right jesus holy spirit we just thank you for what you're doing we just declare full healing in these hands and wrists we say no to arthritis we say no to pain we just declare full range of motion and peace to cover these hands and wrists in the name of jesus Does anyone notice any improvement? Yes? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, let's pray one more time. Yeah, we just declare full range of motion. No more pain. No more swelling or arthritis in the joints, in the hands or wrists, in the name of Jesus. Full, complete restoration. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Any more improvement? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And then does anyone have any lung disease, any issues with breathing? It could be asthma, anything that involves the lungs. Yes. If you could stand up, please. Whoever has any issue with that. Yeah, we just declare full peace over the lungs and the respiratory system. We say open up lungs. If there's asthma, we say no more. I also just declare peace in in your heart and mind. Uh, Any anxiety that may be there, we just declare peace over that. Full healing. If there's any lung cancer, we just declare full healing and restoration. I just see this picture of two Large, pink, healthy lungs. Yeah, the Lord is touching you. Yes, God. We just thank you for what you're doing, Jesus. Is anyone noticing any improvement that has been prayed for at all this morning in their bodies? Increased improvement? Thank you, Jesus.
0: I want to read a scripture from Psalm 103, just to put this healing in context. "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives you all your iniquity and heals all your diseases." And that's the God we, we, we serve, a God who heals. All our diseases.
1: Yeah.
7: Mm. Thank you, Father.
1: I I really feel if you're in this room today and and we didn't call out a word of knowledge for for your healing, I just want to ask you to stand up because we want to pray for you. So if there's something that didn't get addressed, um, just stand up and let's let's just pray, Church yeah uh, up in the balcony yeah we want to surround our brothers and sisters you know the the bible says that god releases his dunamis power and that dunamis power is it's literally uh, a strengthening to our bodies when god touches us he brings strength to our bodies he brings strength to our joints he brings strength to our bones and so god we just release that power right now. Yeah, if you're ne- needing healing today, we, want, we just want you to receive. Just close your eyes. If you put your hands out like you're receiving a gift, I believe God wants to touch you right now. You don't have to do anything. Just, just allow Him to move over you right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Would you just touch everyone, God, that's standing up in this place right now. Meet them where they have a need, God. I just feel like healing is coming to elbows right now. If you have pain in your elbow, just begin moving your elbow around. I believe God is touching elbows in the room and healing those elbows right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Yes, God. Just release from pain right now Father mm, thank you Jesus thank you God more God yes God. yes Jesus yes God if that word about elbows were, was for you and you feel like God's doing an, a healing in your elbow would you just raise your hand raise you God raise you so Lord. Oh, Jesus. Praise you more, God. More. More, Jesus. More. Increase right now. Increase more. Mm. Yes, God. Touch it with your fire right now, Jesus. Increase, Increase, God. Increase, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Holy,
8: holy,
1: holy. I feel like there's joy that's coming into the room right now. Father, we just release joy over this room. Right now, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for joy. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, we we also want to just pray over family relational problems. If you're here today and there is brokenness in your families, we want to invite God to come and move. If that's you, would you just stand up? We want to pray for families today. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We just declare, God, that you are so amazing, Lord. And then you can come into any situation, even the toughest of situations, and you can move on the hearts of our families, God, of our sisters and our brothers, our aunts and our uncles and mothers and fathers. God, where there's relational brokenness, the lives of your people here in this room, Lord, we're asking God that you would come in mm, and you would release your power in these situations, God. Mm, mm. I just feel like there's anointings that are coming on people right now to be able to communicate with their family members in ways that they can hear. Maybe your family's never listened to you before. Maybe your family has discounted what you've had to say. But I believe that God is going to place an anointing on you so that when you speak words of reconciliation, it's going to penetrate in their hearts. I see family members that are addicted to drugs that are are going to be delivered. They're going to be delivered from alcoholism. They're going to be delivered from addiction. Thank you, God. Thank Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for deliverance, Father. Thank you. Thank you, God. Yes, yes. I see a restoration of a mother and a daughter. A restoration of a mother and a daughter. If mm-hmm. God's going to come into that relationship and begin to, to knit the wounds that took place as you were growing up in that home. He's going to touch those, those difficult places that were painful and there's going to be a release from that pain and there's going to be restoration in that relationship. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus. feel like the Lord wants to release a word through one of you guys here in the congregation. Um, If you felt like you had a word for somebody as we've been ministering, could you raise your hand? Could you come forward?
0: We've forgotten someone very important. You asked for prayer, for healing, and one of your members, young
1: girl said her jaw Maybe we should pray for her yes certainly yeah yeah that was Lindsay and we did lay hands on her Lindsay where you are in the room Lindsay's been raptured so <laughs> yeah when, when we see her again we'll check it out yeah because we did pray for her while, while she was standing here Was there anybody else that felt like they had a word uh, for somebody in here? We just want to give you an opportunity to to release that word. Anybody, just raise your hand. Would you like to just come forward and... Okay. Wow. (laughs) Do you receive that word, All right. Yeah. Yeah, let's just stretch our hands out. Chantel right now, Father, we just thank you for this man of honor that you're sending to Chantel. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. We just bless her. We bless her in the waiting. <laughs> yes, God. We bless her in the waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Father. I just see the Lord resting on your mind right now. And during this time of waiting, just wisdom and revelation for, for what that relationship is going to be like, God's just going to download Wisdom and Revelation. Yeah, and I, I, hear just, I hear that word, children. I, God's going to bring to you a wonderful family. Yeah. Yes, God. Yes, we just bless what you're doing in her, God. Praise you, Father.
0: Chantal, I just uh, declare over you that as you are faithful to your King, as you walk in him and walk in all his plans and purposes for you, he will do it. He will bring that right man, the one he has for you. So we bless you.
1: We bless you. Thank you, God. Thank you God. And we're just going to move into some words of encouragement for people who yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Yeah, um, the lady with the glasses right here, could you stand up for a, for a moment? Yes, I'd just like to prophesy over you. And could you tell me your name? Jan? Jan, okay. Yeah, Father, I just, I thank you for Jan. Yeah, I just really feel, I, I heard the word like a hurricane. I, I believe that God is going to just come in in such a mighty way. Yeah, and he's going to begin to to touch you and connect with your heart and your mind in ways that you've been uh, I see like this really neat you know when a, um, not in a bad way but when the Lord just comes in and begins to just rearrange different things yeah I believe that God is bringing you into a season where uh, he's putting things in place that's the word there's things that are being put into place yeah thank you Father we just declare that over Jan we thank you for her life yeah thank you for her heart we bless what's in her, Lord. We bl- I feel like you're just a really uh, like s- sweet person. Does that describe you? I hear the word sweet. Yeah? Does that describe me? Yeah. We just thank you for how you've made Jan God. We thank you for that sweetness that is within her. Mm. I see you pouring it out. You know, anything God gives us, he, he, he wants us to give away to others. And so I literally, I, I see, like, that being poured out in different areas. So I just want to encourage you, Jan, just begin asking. You may already be doing this. I don't know. But if you're not, I just ask the Lord, like, where can I begin pouring out uh, what you've given me, Lord? Because I believe that what you carry is significant. And I, yeah, I feel like people's lives are going to be transformed. Just by you stepping out. Is it hard for you to step out sometimes? Is that? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, I just hear the Lord like saying, just come step out on the water with me. Come step out on the water with me. And I believe that a lot of people are going to get impacted by what you carry. And so anywhere that you haven't felt like you had something significant to give, I just say that's, that's not true. What you have to give is significant. And that people are going to be touched by your life. People are going to be impacted by your life. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God.
5: Hi, right here with the striped dress and long blonde hair. Yeah. Want to stand up? What was your name? Julia. Well, I just feel like the presence of God is all over you. Like You carry his presence <laughs> so well. And you actually carry the heartbeat of the Father. That you're going to see people transformed by the radical love that you carry and that you actually walk in love and power and that is a dynamite combo and i feel like god is going to give you revelation of the simple gospel of like what that actually means and by his stripes you are healed and have you been praying to see healings through you i feel like god wants to use you to heal so many people and it's going to come from that simple revelation of the gospel and that's a message that you're going to carry and i feel like you're actually going to go after like ptsd and like um mental stuff that you're actually going to go after that and you're going to see radical healings in that and not just like physical healings but heart healings and just the love and the gentleness and the compassion that you carry. you're just going to see people transformed so yeah just increase in love and the healings that you're going to see through your hands yeah
4: can you stand again because you were highlighted to me too um i just i kept hearing the lord say what a woman what a woman you are what a woman and you have a beautiful heart there is something so pure and rich um about your heart and the way that you, you love him but also the way that you love others you love authentically you love fiercely and you give yourself over and over and over again for the sake of others coming to know the love of the father And I just feel the kindness of the Lord so strongly over you in this season. I just kept um, seeing the Father just um, picking you up, holding you close, and embracing you. And I feel like this is a season uh, for you to know the Father's embrace. I almost feel like the Father wants to kiss you, um, just with the kisses of His kindness and the kisses of His love. And I see buckets of hope being poured out over you in this season. Um, I don't know if there's been any loss of hope in any area, um, but I just see buckets of hope um, being poured out of you over... um, and joy, joy of just being restored and coming to a place where, um, yeah, you know the love of the Father again in a fresh way, in a new way. So I just release that over you.
3: Stay standing, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just really stood out to me as well. And the word that I got for you is freedom and just you already walk in a lot of freedom but I feel like there's going to be new levels of that coming your way and not only is it going to be for you but you're going to release it to many others which is kind of in line with what they've just been saying and people who've had traumatic stress like they need freedom so badly and I feel like you have an ability to be able to see things and then to organize them and to bring order into chaos and that's a gift the Lord has given you and he delights in the way that you steward that and he's going to keep adding his anointing onto it so I just bless you. I bless you to walk in freedom. I bless your spirit to experience the true freedom of the Lord and to soar with him, to see things from a heavenly perspective, not through the lenses of earth, that would be hopeless and depressing, but that you would come and you would bring even more light than you already be.
1: Now, there's a lady in the balcony with the baby on her lap on the far, uh, yeah, you. Um, could you stand up? Um, I don't know, do you, I feel like when I looked up to the balcony, I felt like God was sharing with me that you have a gift of healing, and I don't know, do you operate in healing at all right now? Has anybody ever shared that with you? Okay, well, I I feel like the Lord was telling me that you have a gift of healing and that your hands, when you lay, similar to me, when I lay my hands on people, what will happen is the Holy Spirit will rest on them and will begin to touch their body and heal them. And so I just wanted to pray over you. And um, so guys up there in the balcony, would you extend your hands towards her? Yeah, Father, we just thank you for uh, the gift of healing, that it's it's such an, uh, an amazing way to testify about who you are, God. And so Lord, I just release uh, just... That breakthrough for her in her life that I've had, God, where I've seen cancers disappear, God, where I've seen blind eyes open, God, and deaf ears open, Lord. Father, we just declare impartation over her right now, Lord. Would you fill her up, God? Would you turn her hands into hands of fire, Lord, that as she touches people, they would get radically healed, Lord, and she would be able to testify of how you are so good and you love your people. Yeah, I feel like I hear the word demonstration of the kingdom. God is going to use your gift of healing as a demonstration of his kingdom. Yes. Even in your family members. I feel like there's family members that need critical healing. I hear the word critical healing and I feel that God is going to use you to touch them and they're going to be they're going to be healed of their infirmities. Yes, God. Fill her up, God. Thank you Jesus for the gift of healing. Thank you, Father.
2: Um, God highlighted um, you too to me, so if you want to stand up again, <laughs> so I saw you as a lioness, so um, you are roaring, and in the spiritual world you have a lot of power, so um, your voice is so powerful, and you walk in and authority, and I want to bless that, I want to bless your voice, and yeah, God is with you, and don't be afraid to um, open up your um, mouth, and declare, yeah.
6: You, right, I forget your name, forgive me, I am the, yeah, do you want to stand up? Uh, I just feel like the Lord is saying, like, you are such a son, and that you're such a powerful person, and that um, you're just, you're just, you carry so much light, like, when you got up here and started praying, like, I just felt the presence of God so strongly, like, something just felt like it, like, kind of, like, broke out in the room, like, your prayers are so fierce and powerful. And, um, I just feel like you're just, you carry so much peace and like the joy of the Lord is your strength. Like you could, you, you, you can be given like a a tough situation or circumstance, but you always look at the positive side of things and you're always focusing on the things above. And, um, I just feel like you are just going to be the light in the darkest places. Like there's just, I just see so much light all over you. So I just bless you with that. What is your
9: name in the gentleman with the black and white shirt? Yes, you. Say it again. Taban. Taban. All right. Well, I had a picture of you, and you were dressed in this royal garb. And I feel like the Lord is saying that you are a king, and it's time to step into that kingship. You've been such a good son, but it's time for you to actually take the throne. And I just see you carry this authority wherever you walk. Um, You have this trumpet, and whenever you speak, it actually is so loud that everyone around you hears it and is changed by the truth that you speak. So I just want to encourage you as you're um, just walking in daily life, like actually what you say is so powerful and to believe how powerful you are. And I just see you actually with the gift of connection that you are able to bring people together in a way that's untypical. And the Lord, I also see him just blessing you with mentoring. Uh, I don't know if you have a lot of young men around you, but I just see him raising you up as a, a mentor and that the truth that you speak into their lives is actually gonna shape and change legacies. So I just bless you in that.
1: Yeah, I'll stay standing. When I saw you stand up, I, I, I saw authority right when you stood up. And so, yeah, I just bless the leadership, the mantle of leadership that God has placed on your life Yeah, I believe, I don't know if you know that you're a leader. Maybe, do you know you're a leader? Do you believe that? No, okay. Well, it's good because I see it. We see it. And I believe there's a journey that God is going to take you on to help you understand what he's calling you to. There's an authority that rests on your life. And yeah, I see uh, men looking to you. They're going to look to you for answers. Yeah, I see that. They're going to look to you for answers. Because what you carry is... is It's, it's going to be just like when the Bible talks about... You can't hide a, a lamp under a table or under a bed. It it's, It sits out in the middle of the room to bring light. I believe you bring light. You're going to bring light to your brothers yeah thank you God yeah. so Lord I'm just going to pray with you Lord we just bless the leadership the authority the mantle the Holy Spirit's resting on you right now there's going to be a, a powerful ministry of the Holy Spirit that's going to come from you yeah he's literally resting on you right now hmm yes yeah thank you God Thank you, God. Yes, I hear the word nations over you. We just declare the word nations over you right now. Do not limit what God wants to do through you. Hmm. No small-minded thinking. Yes, yes, yeah. And there's a rainbow of promise that's directly over the top of you. God says, I will fulfill my promises for you. Hmm. 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 I believe you have a, an ability to go into the dark places of the earth. Hmm. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, to release the testimony of Jesus Christ, to set the captives free. Hmm. To open the eyes of the blind and the ears of the deaf. Yes, God. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. So we just bless His feet and where His feet carry Him, God. Hmm. Thank you, God. Yes, Jesus. Ha. Ha. Yes. Yeah, the world rejoices. The earth rejoices as, as the feet of the messengers of the gospel come in to the different territories of the earth. So we bless those feet. We say travel far, hmm. Travel high, travel wide.
7: Hmm.
1: We come against fear in the name of Jesus. No fear. Hmm. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Uh, the
6: lady here in orange, could you stand up? What's your name? Hello, Togo. I see. I felt the Lord saying that uh, He wants you to know that His eye is always upon you; that He sees you, and um, that He wants to pour out the rivers of living water upon you and through you of of a great time of refreshing for you, because you are a strong and influential woman, and He has. Yeah, Yeah. Um. He has work for you to do, but he, want, he wants to bring you through a time of refreshing and intimacy with Him first, and then there is some, there is a work for you to do.
8: Yeah, this man up here in the blue shirt right here, yeah, um, when I looked up at you, I just heard the word Father. And I felt like there's going to be a lot of very young, like young children and um, younger men that are going to be like, you're going to find yourselves just surrounded by them. Um, And actually, when they were prophesying over this man over here, I felt like you were fully actually like grabbing and like receiving that word for yourself, too. And I just want to edify you and exalt you and just say that the same thing is for you as well. I also saw a picture of the hands of God holding a world and he was literally just handing it to you and it was a dull meaning of like your whole world is in my hands but he was literally handing you the world and saying son like you have done so well I just I saw this perseverance over you that you have persevered so well and I just want to honor your perseverance that he was literally just handing you the world and saying you can choose what you want like you can choose what the next thing is yeah, so I just bless you. I just bless you with even more perseverance. Yeah. Yeah, I just honor the character and integrity that's on your life. That you've walked in and that you've stepped into. And it's actually because you have stepped into the identity of being a son so well that, he, that you're able to be a father. Wow. Yeah, so I just bless you as a father in the faith. And I just honor your perseverance.
0: We're going to close with a song, but if anybody hasn't had a word or or needs prayer, the students will be here for a little bit longer after the service. So if anybody just wants to come and chat and talk, they they will be here. So let's sing this wonderful song.